welcome to the newly launched Friday Spotlight, a new series of X-Forces Enterprise podcasts. I'm Ren Kapoor, Founder and Chief Executive at X-Forces Enterprise, and as a reservist for the British Army, my favourite military motto is, leave no one behind. And I think this sums up perfectly our aims and objectives of the podcast, where our community is supporting the community. Since 2013, X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding, and ongoing support and connections. This new series shines a light on our X-Forces ambassador network and business champions. These amazing individuals from all over the UK have been hand-selected to support others with their unique backgrounds, business experience combined with their military skills has stood them in good stead in the business world. Here, they generously share their expertise and experiences with the community. We hope you enjoy the episode. In today's Friday Spotlight with Dan, who interviews the charismatic James Wilthu, owner of Afghan Rug Shop, and I'm proud to say XFE ambassador for Yorkshire and Humber. An incredible family businessman who is celebrating his fifth birthday in business. I had to mention the family bit as I loved what inspired him to start. Three things. One, his experience when deployed in Afghanistan. Two, an idea and passion about the beautiful Afghan rugs, which was meant to be a little initiative to pay for his wedding reception. And here we are five years later. And third, but not least, my absolute favourite, to help support the locals in Afghan in some way. A true gentleman. You will laugh, you'll be inspired, but most of all, touched by James's story. Welcome, James. Thanks for joining Hi us there. today. Good to be here. So, James, you have an incredibly unique business with a really interesting backstory. Would you take us through your, your journey? How did the Afghan rug shop start and, and what was your inspiration? Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Um, it, was a, it was kind of accidental. Um, but back in 2003, I was in uh, Mazar-e-Sharif as part of the provincial reconstruction team uh, on my six-month tour of Afghan. And uh, we were there. We weren't war fighting, so we were there basically providing security and trying to prevent the militia from fighting one another to allow reconstruction to take place. So because of the role, we were meeting local dignitaries, chiefs of police, mayors, all sorts. We were out and about in the community a lot. Um, and when we, whenever we had a little bit of spare time uh, on the way back into the main operating base, we'd drop into the rug shops on the way past, just sit and have some chai and get a feel for what was going on in town. But it became our little sort of go-to place on the way in. Uh, and I developed a, a, a quite quickly a fascination for the rugs that are absolutely beautifully you know traditionally made handmade products um, and over time I kind of it became a bit of a passion um, and 
of course, don't forget, it was 2003, so there's no internet, no, mm. well, no stable internet in the country. There's no social media. And I thought this is the one and only chance I'm going to get to have access to buy these kinds of things. And I actually bought over 40 rugs during my six-month tour, oh, wow. sent them all back via, through the BFPO system. I sold half of them in the mess to help pay for my wedding when I got back, but the rest just became you know, expensive loft insulation awaiting a, a house I didn't then have. And I thought <laughs> nothing more of it. I thought that was it. What a wonderful time. Fantastic place. That's it, you know moved on, uh, lots more tours under my belt, et cetera, et cetera. But when I finished my military service and then government service about 12 years later, my wife happened to take a um, job in the Northwest. So we found ourselves up here kind of posted really temporarily and I had a bit of a sabbatical. And it was exactly the same time that that happened that a friend saw the Afghan rug on my lounge floor and said, oh, where do you get, and could you get me one of those? And I said, well, probably not, but, um, and he pushed me, he challenged me. He said, go on, could you find the man? Do you reckon you could find the man? that sold you that and get me one and if you can get 20 because they're stunning and then just wandered off and thought nothing more about what he said but that sowed that seed in my mind that hang on there's an opportunity here and it's a bit of a challenge so it took me three months I think through cold calling places I found on Google in Mazar Sharif where I could see the phone number on the shop front and uh, eat random emails to people. Um, eventually, I found an interpreter on Facebook whose hometown was Mazar Sharif and it's a very small community so I used him as the first stage and then I managed to eventually find my old interpreter then I found he got a message to Rafi the guy I buy my rugs from and then eventually we FaceTimed and it was a, an online reunion um, with lots of laughter and uh, I said look it's just an idea but you know how would this work and it took us a few months to establish proper export routes banking and payments was a big issue as well because it's difficult when the country is top of the sort of um, top of the list when it comes to poor security um, but yeah, it wasn't insurmountable and it had, we, we got it all sorted relatively quickly in terms of, in terms of the structure. Yeah, I managed to get him some money, which he confirmed he got. He then said, I'll send you a few rugs. And that was it. I, I found premises in Hebden Bridge where, I, where, I, where I'd moved to and I now live permanently. And um, it was actually remarkably fast and easy. Um, it, it happened a little bit too quickly, to be honest, but it, it, it all seemed, it, it felt right, you know, and, and the, the flow was there. There was no major barriers in terms of what we were doing. Um, and that's when they, that's how the shop opened. Oh, awesome. When you eventually got that FaceTime sorted with him, um, did he recognize you as the, the guy that bought 40 yeah, rugs? Yeah, or? yeah I, I'm, uh, I've, I've, I'm, I've, I'm told I have a few Peter Pan genes, so I hadn't changed. He had. He'd, he'd, he'd grown a little bit in terms of um, sideways, and uh, he'd lost <laughs> a lot of hair. Um, but we had a, a good old chuckle um, online and he recognized me straight away. I, you know, he was, I knew him for six months uh, and I bought a lot from him. We spent, you know, quite a bit of time chatting. So there was no, there was no issue. What was interesting is my wife was saying, how can you, how can you trust this man? <laughs> and unknown to me, unknown to me, the same conversations were happening in Afghanistan saying, how can you trust this Mr. James character? Um, but we did. I said, look, I have, perhaps, I'm, perhaps I'm being naive and perhaps I'll be proven wrong, but I trust the man and I've got to, if this is how we're going to have a business relationship. Yeah. Um, and he said, six months into our relationship, he said, there are 23 very, very jealous rug dealers in Mazar Sharif now, James. You know, the, the, <laughs> ones, the ones that were questioning our relationship to start with. So how long has it been since you've started to now? Five years tomorrow. Five years tomorrow. Oh, yeah, congrats, it's, our fifth, congrats. it's our fifth birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, and we've weathered all sorts of uh, issues. You know, we've had two two major floods in the town. Uh, we've had major road closures and, and 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 reconstruction work going on in the valley. So we've 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 got through quite a few, and obviously now COVID. Mm. So we've made it through quite a few 
uh, I, I think if we can make it to the end of this year, we're doing absolutely fine. We'll be absolutely, we should, shouldn't have any, any, any major concerns. Yeah. What are some, some things along those five years that you're, you're proud of or have achieved? Um, perhaps some personal milestones since the company's inception? Yeah, there's been a few. I mean, for me personally, I'd never done anything like this before. So it was a it was a big achievement. And I still every day question, what am I doing? How am I doing it right? Um, it's one of those things when you're your own but your own boss, nobody's breathing, breathing down my neck or asking me questions, which is mm. completely the other way around to being in the military, where you're constantly being asked <laughs> about your progress and what's going on. Um, we've partnered with Turquoise Mountain. Um, which is a wonderful um, organization founded um, by Prince Charles, which supports artisan crafts people across the near and far east. We're corporate sponsors of Afghan Aid, which has been a real milestone for us. We're living wage employers. But, but also for us, the big one, I think, was the Soldiering Honor Awards. We were highly commended um, uh, in 2019 in the Soldiering Honor Awards for the business impact in the community. Uh, we didn't win the award. Um, uh, John did uh, with a, a brilliant uh, little setup that he's got there. But um, we we were specifically um, mentioned as highly commended because of the impact we're having on the Afghan families and weavers that we're supporting, of which there are hundreds over in Afghanistan. It's kind of that, it's just that being able to support an operational theatre decades after I was there and putting mm -hmm. money and, and uh, back into the economy and employing people and, and uh, establishing growth and and you know, an international forum for them in, in a little bit of a way that we do it ourselves is, is, is a really, that's the biggest thing for us really, to be able to support that part of the world. Mm. So clearly your, your military experience is um, inextricably linked to your business's inception and, and success. I was wondering if you could talk a bit about the kinds of values and, and life skills you've gained from having served and how it's impacted or shaped your professional career. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. And anyone who has worn a uniform will immediately think of these things anyway. But it's, it's, it's absolutely true. The attention to detail is the important one. Um, running a small business, you miss detail, you disappoint customers and they don't come back. So it's that attention to detail across the full spectrum of everything you're doing, from, from banking to advertising, um, to making sure you don't miss anything. But I think the two, the two big ones are, um, one is being able to be, be objective, so you're able to just step back and look at that scenario and just say, okay, in this scenario, here's obviously the business. Are we doing it right? Do we need to close? You know, you can make big and harsh decisions if needed. I wouldn't say unemotionally. There's always emotion attached to these things, especially when it's your own business. But a lot of people I know in business get so drawn into minor trivia stuff that, and it eats them up for weeks on end and they miss the most obvious opportunities and things that they could be focusing on. So being able to step back Having that objectivity is the key thing because you can, you can make, make more robust decisions if needed. Mm -hmm. um, but also uh, the second one I think is planning for the worst. And, and well, you know, you plan for the best, but you prepare for the worst. Um, allowing some resilience in your business and your systems and your stock and your money in, in all of those aspects in case something bad happens. <laughs> As I mentioned before, we've twice been hit by floods. First time we were waist deep in a shop, you know, but we were back open within two months. Um, the, the second flood was, wasn't as bad, but it was just as disruptive in terms of customers not coming to town. Um, we've then had obviously COVID, but then of course we've had uh, in this particular area because of the flooding, we've had loads of rebuilding going on. So we've had major road closures and towns being quiet. So we've had to try and come up with a few other opportunities, but to give yourself that 
you know, preparing for the worst. It gives you a few months breathing space if things go wrong. A lot of people leverage themselves on probably as short as, a, you know, they're in trouble within a week if something goes wrong. But we've managed to give ourselves two months by, by planning financially and, and planning sensibly for those things. So it's the typical military thing. Attention to detail, be objective, plan for the worst. Yeah, yeah, the, those values and, and that preparation and adaptability are, are, are things that keep you never forget up. that. You know, it's yeah. tra- you, you don't realize how drummed into you it actually is until you in, and until <laughs> people start questioning it and asking you about it. Yeah, yeah. So coming into the the present day, you're now an X Forces Enterprise Ambassador, which we'll go into some detail shortly. But first, what was your your first point of contact with X Forces? Where did that relationship begin? Um, how has it progressed since that time? Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was the Soldiering On Awards. Um, I I'd been out I'd been out of the military some years before I started a business. So when I started a business, I never thought to look for support from places like XFE. I never thought that that they would be in a position to support me so long out and wrong I was. Um, but it was my wife uh, put me forward for the awards. Um, and then through the awards, uh, meeting Ren and Martin and Caitlin and the, and, the, and the whole team at XFE, I was very impressed with what they were doing. Um, and talking to Tal Lambert as well, who, mm. who put the awards together originally. Uh, and just seeing that whole community, that whole network that was there and, and, and the genuine kindness and support that was going on across that sort of military, ex-military network. I was, I felt a bit silly that I hadn't known it was there, to be honest, but I did the typical ex-military thing where you don't trust civvies and you just put your head down and get on and crack on and do it yourself. It's kind of like a blinkered horse, really. Um, and I feel a bit silly for having done that. Um, so to be offered the ambassador role off the back of the Soldiering On Awards and having had a relationship with XFE, I was you know, absolutely flattered and, and, and very happy to do so because if I can help other people not miss the opportunity that I did, and show them, you know, and I have no vested interest in this. I haven't received any financial support from XFE. I just, it's just the right thing. What Ren and her team are doing is fantastic, you know. So if I can influence people about to leave or due to leave soon or, or already having left who are in that first part of, you know, that first stage of thinking of setting up a business, because it's not always the right thing to do necessarily. But then if they are, then progressing that. If I can be that point of contact up here in Yorkshire and Humber and help channel them towards courses and support or um, enable them to have those discussions with people that are experts in their field to 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 help them on their startup journey then that's something i wish i'd had and it's important that i help now support in my region yeah that's perfect and i think you're right with what you said about it, it may not always be the right decision to, to start a business, business but it's so important to no. have that awareness of what support and, and, is out there and whether it is the you right know, It's thing. not like it was on Dragon's Den 10 years ago where they say you need £100,000 in several months to set up a business. You don't. You can accidentally set up a business bored on a commuter train with a smartphone <laughs> in your hand. You can. You can set up a social media page and before you know it, you're selling phone covers you've bought on Alibaba or on eBay within 10 minutes of a train journey. And then suddenly you're committed. You've committed yourself to something that your family might not be able to support or help you with or you may not actually have the time to do. So... People can get caught up in it so that, you know, the big thing is just stop, think and speak to somebody before you do it. And that's why XFE fit in brilliantly in terms of um, grabbing that community before before people have left or it's gone on too far. So grab them early, mm-hmm. you know, give them the skills and the knowledge to make those right decisions. Definitely. 
And just going back to Soldiering On Awards, it would have been my, my first awards this year, but unfortunately that's been, been moved. What was it um, like going to the ceremony last year? That was brilliant. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, it was, um, it's the first thing like that I've ever been to. And it's, again, and this is a hang-up from the military, and it's one of the biggest lessons uh, I learned, or I've learned in business, I think, is selling yourself. You know, you, you come from a team where if you try and do something like that, you just get knocked down, you know, because it's not about it's not about the individual. It's about right. the unit. Um, so bragging and showing off is not something that the military does particularly well. But in business, you have to you have to shout about what you're doing. You have to tell people people aren't going to come and ask you. I thought well, people would just come and politely ask and I'll tell them if they ask. Sort of thing. <laughs> you know, you have to put yourself out there. So the awards for me was literally into the spotlight and I was just, you know, with you know, loads of celebrities and other people who've done some remarkable things um, who were there being recognized through the awards process. But being part of a community I actually felt I belonged to, um, genuinely you know, had a reason for being there. Um, and then seeing that sort of the PR machine behind it, but also the importance of the networking behind everything that was going on and the mutual support between nominees award winners and all of the businesses whether they were nominated or not across that network was was a real shock to see a room with thousands of people and all doing the same thing i'd never been in that environment before so i used to shy away from that kind of media um and that was the that was the start of the growth we were missing i think in terms of knowledge and networking mm. yeah i think it's really important to celebrate these these businesses and these achievements from people in the military community so 100% agree with that. You, you touched on networking as well. One of your key roles as a regional ambassador for X-Forces um, will be to host networking events for the military community. Um, how many military and business networking events have you done so far? How have they gone? Yeah. I've, I've been on a couple, but I've only done one and they've all been on Zoom because of COVID, um, oh. which was fascinating in, its, in itself. Um, and But... Uh, very successful actually um in terms of you know the group chat and then the little private chats we were having and messages go and then presentations so it runs on zoom obviously as it would do in reality but i am very very much looking forward to doing them um physically mm. you know um and, and and being able to chat to people um uh, i mean zoom is great and it works and it's 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 it's, it's working for an awful lot of people but um, i'm very much looking forward to doing my first actual presentation and uh, hosting um, because that networking thing is a it's, it's a big deal um, and it's um, it's an important part of the growth a friend of mine who is also one of the other ambassadors said um, your network is your net worth mm. um, and he's right that's yeah that's a really good phrase I think how much importance do you put on networking when when thinking about the growth of your company and, and building up the community well a lot more now, a lot more. I used to, I went to a few local networking events and things, but for me as a rug retailer, you think, well, business to business isn't relevant to me. It's, I do business to customer. This has got nothing to do with me. It's not true. The business to business is equally as important because that's all about brand growth. And within the XFE networking community, it's more than just brand growth. It's about camaraderie, relationships, mutual support, and all of the other things that there, and there's a kind of an immediate trust there with veterans within our community within XFE as well. So I think the business to business and business to customer, um, both uh, are, are equally as important within this. I think I was a bit naive to think that I only fitted into one of those categories. It's quite a fluid environment in that sense. 
and um, every little bit I've done through the Zoom chats and through the, um, the meetings is, has, has had an immediate and obvious benefit to somebody there, if not everybody. You know, you always, it's that whole, you always learn something. So um, I'm really pleased to be doing, doing, you know, both of, and focusing on both because, you know, I personally get a little bit out of it myself, selfishly, you know, uh, through, the, through, the, through the networking and putting these things on. But at the same time, seeing that growth of network at, it, amongst other businesses is is brilliant hmm. so finally i want to bring it to the present day as we find ourselves in um, this unprecedented pandemic situation how has that been for for you and your business over the past few months have you had to adapt at all uh, yes uh, it's well obviously it's been strange it's been strange for everybody um the nice thing um about the pandemic is we had we had warning of it we had warning of lockdown coming. The previous issues we've had with flooding have literally come overnight and they've, mm. they've hit us quite hard and quite quickly. Whereas at least this time we had, we had a warning. Um, so that preparation time gave us enough time to arrange for finance. So we've got finance packages online. So if you buy our products online, you can get 0% finance, which we've never had before. So we thought during lockdown, how do we make it easier for customers to come to us? Um, Gave us a lot of time to think as well, uh, <laughs> well over what we were doing and what we weren't doing. And during lockdown, all you've got is the internet. All you've got to connect to people is that. So it gave us time to think. It gave us time to set up finance for people who are sat at home, hopefully buying online. Um, and we've had several sales using that finance package from people that wouldn't otherwise have been able to buy some of some of our products. A lot of them started five pounds, but some of them are very expensive as well. Um, we have a, you know the, the full range as you should do. Um, but it gave us it gave us that opportunity to look at what we're doing on social media as I say, to, to start LinkedIn, which we'd never done, but also to really push and post and promote um, who we are, our backstory, not trying to push sales on people as such, just educate people as to who we are and why yeah. we're there. And, and, and what is a random Afghan rug shop doing in West Yorkshire? Um, <laughs> And, and, and the results have proven themselves. We've more than doubled our online sales. That is a little bit to do with COVID and that might drop off. I get that. Um, but just this week alone, just in the last seven days, we've just sent packages to Oslo, to Idaho, to Tennessee, to Dublin, to London. And then the weeks before that, Paris, Rome. You know, so uh, these aren't, you know, these aren't local shoppers. This is our, our global, global client base now, which is, which is, it's a great problem to have uh, in yeah. terms of the extra orders and the extra sort of um, admin burden on us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a welcomed problem. Yeah. Some really, really great takeaways there. Um, and I think it'll be great for anyone joining your networking events to um, hear the incredible backstory that your business has and all of the you know, life lessons you've, you've learned from that. Um, so it's been fantastic having you on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for talking to me today. Um, it's great to have you on the XRV ambassador team and we're really excited for your next networking events soon to yeah, be in person, awesome. hopefully, but yeah, 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 that'll be great. Um, just before we go, where can people find you online and where could they find out more about the Afghan rug shop? Certainly you'll find us probably on the first page of, page of Google because we are that <laughs> unique. That doesn't cost us anything. We just, we are unique, you know, um, the Afghan rug .uk or Afghan rug shop on Instagram or the Afghan rug shop on Twitter. Uh, you will find us. Um, you, you can see our backstory on our homepage. Um, you can see our blog pages and, and, and the soldier on awards and our stuff we're doing with XFE. Lots of information online there and lots of colorful pictures and videos and things you can learn about, you know, where our stuff comes from and who we're about and who we like to support. Brilliant. 
Perfect. Thanks, James. And to Thanks everyone listening, uh, be sure to check out James's next networking events and see you next time. Forces Ambassador Network and Business Champions are absolutely fundamental to the Armed Forces community, imparting their knowledge to those looking into self-employment through our networking events and through our Knowledge Exchange Hub. The Hub is free to register and gives you access to a database of articles, the opportunity to match up with other entrepreneurs, plus access to all our free training and networking events. Sign up today at xfehub.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find us on all the usual social media channels as well as at x-forces.com. Wishing you all the very best until the next episode.